Hello, and thanks so much for joining me for another edition of Face the Facts. I'm your host, April Moss, and today we're going to be discussing medical freedom and how important it is to continue to stand for what is right. One of those people who continues to stand up for what is right is someone who is running for governor of Mississippi. He is an incredible person. I've met him personally, spent some time with he he and his wife, and I'm delighted to bring onto the show today, Dr. John Witcher. Thanks for being here today. Yes. Thank you, April. Thanks for inviting me. You know, it takes a lot of courage for somebody in the medical community to stand against the propaganda that we have been up against for the last three years, and specifically to stand up against the pharmaceutical industrial complex. And Dr. Witcher, you have um, been very outspoken, and uh, I'd love for you to share a little bit about your history. You've been a doctor for your entire career and have created a company that helped to bring doctors into rural hospitals in Mississippi. Tell us a little bit about your background in medicine and why you felt so compelled to do more than just be a doctor. Yeah, I'm born and raised in Mississippi, been here all my life, except for some training I did at the uh, South Alabama is where I went to medical school. And I came back here to Mississippi to practice medicine and so I've been here practicing for 25 years. I'm pretty much a country doctor. I work out in the rural settings. And uh, for the last 10 years, I've, I've been exclusively uh, ER doctor <clears throat> in these rural hospitals. But yes, I before I went to medical school, I was actually an electrical engineer for a couple years. And so, you know, uh, and then I had an opportunity to go, go to medical school, which I did. And so, you know, I'm, uh, I, have, I, I love Mississippi. You know, I have children. I have four children now. Uh, grown children. They're having children. I have uh, three grandbabies and one on the way. And, you know, I, I really want Mississippi to be a place that uh, they can raise their family and uh, in a wholesome environment. So, um, but yeah, so I, like I said, last 25 years practicing as a, as a doctor in Mississippi. And, um, and yeah, I did. I started Mississippi Physician Services as a young doctor. And so we staffed many hospitals throughout Mississippi with rural ER doctors, primarily. And so my last contract I had there, I was working in Yazoo City, which is a small rural hospital right outside of our capital, about an hour north of our capital. And um, I was contracted there for three years to be the medical director. And so when COVID hit, I just, I guess I'd been there about six months. And so, um, you know, we started treating COVID patients from day one. We were treating them with hydroxychloroquine, vitamin D, zinc, and azithromycin. This was the Dr. Uh, Zelenko protocol that he treated President Trump with. And yeah. so this was not anything uh, really uh, uh, way, way out there. I mean, it was, you know, if you look in the literature, this, this had been used in the past for coronaviruses. So this was, mm-hmm. this was not atypical. But uh, shortly thereafter, the hospital, the pharmacist came to me and, and wanted me to stop using it. And uh, because of the all the fear mongering that was going on when Trump, Trump started promoting it. And then, of course, the the uh, fake study that came out in the Lancet that, uh, you know, hydroxychloroquine was harmful. And so anyway, we, uh, I, I kept using it in the hospital setting and, and, you know, I pushed back and then, and then the higher ups of the hospital, the, the hospital said that, that I worked in was, uh, was one of 22 hospitals. And so it was a, it's a big corporation out of Memphis, t- Tennessee that owns all these hospitals. 11 of them are in Mississippi and, and Yazoo is probably one of the smallest hospitals they own, but, but for the higher ups basically pushed out a memo to all the doctors to say, 
can't use hydroxychloroquine for COVID patients. So at that point, of course, then shortly thereafter, about the same time, might have been the same week, they started pushing them Dizabir, which is a very toxic drug, which we know yep. Dr. Fauci pet drug. And so uh, I was not I was against that. Uh, but uh, I, I basically had to choose at that point between my job or or, uh, or not using remdesivir. And so mm-hmm. I, I it was difficult. You know, I had I came home, I t- talked with my wife, we prayed about it. And, and the goal was, you know, I was going to do the best I could. Now, my my hospital there, we didn't intubate. I mean, we didn't have uh, ventilators. We had temporary mm-hmm. ventilators. So we don't, there's no ICU unit there. So. If we had to intubate or, you know, put patients on ventilators, we transferred them. So so my goal was not to put patients on the ventilators. I and mean, we knew early on that patients that went on ventilators did not do well. It's mm-hmm. something you want to do with COVID. Uh, so so anyway, we rode along there. Of course, then the vaccine started coming out, you know, and uh, I was not a fan. You know, I didn't know really at the time that what mRNA technology was, but you know, I felt like the pharmaceutical industry couldn't be trusted to push out anything new that quickly and then be safe. And mm-hmm. so I was saying, you know, we, you know, and plus it's experimental. So my, my whole thing was, you know, you're taking these at your own risk. Nobody's going to be liable. And yep. so, uh, so I couldn't, the hospital wanted me to uh, sign orders to have all the employees vaccinated including the patients, any, any patient that was admitted to the hospital, even if they were admitted to the hospital, say like after a knee replacement and coming in for rehabilitation, they wanted me to give them the COVID shot, have a standing order there. And I told the administrator, I said, I, you know, I'm, I can't do that. I'm not comfortable doing it. I can't give the patients informed consent. And so I'm, I'm just, just not going to do it. And so anyway, that put, me on, that put me on the bad list. And so, mm-hmm. uh, and I, you know, I didn't take the vaccine and many of us in the hospital didn't take the vaccine. We were, you know, and that was not unusual that, you know, the, the, the other, the, you know, the narrative pushed by, you know, the fake news was that all doctors all over the world, you know, the United States were getting vaccinated. They even set up to 98%. That was not the case. It was more like 50% or less. And after mm-hmm. the hospital, there was about 30% that took the shot for, first off. And so most of us didn't. And so anyway, long story short, uh, you know, I kept going along. I was following Dr. Peter McCullough early on and, and many of the other doctors. But, of course, I really, you know, I, I, I went with Dr. Peter McCullough because I felt like, you know, he's so credible. How can you discredit a man that's cardiologist, epidemiologist, a master's in public health? He's published over 650 uh, articles. He had published, uh, uh, you know, over 50 COVID articles. And so, I mean, this yeah. is plus a man of integrity, an academic physician that teaches medical students as well as takes care of COVID patients. So, I mean, you, yeah. you discredit him. And so when he started coming out and saying that he was very concerned with these shots, I mean, it was early on, what, February 21, there was, what, uh, 123 people reported dead on VAERS from, from the shots. And so he was he yeah. was alarmed. And so we, we uh, I actually, so I guess the, the one thing that finally broke was um, in in sep- I guess about August September twenty one, they mandated all shots. Everybody had the co- had the COVID shots in the hospitals, or you'd lose your job. So you know, we suddenly went from heroes to zeros, and that's when uh, my wife and I we started uh, with a group of people. We started Mississippi against mandates, and we were against the vaccine mandates. We said, you know, we just we're not going to 
people don't want it, they shouldn't have to take it. Mm -hmm. So we had uh, very quickly, we had other doctors on board, nurses, uh, and then just lots of people in general, because they were pushing these vaccines, not only on hospitals, but then they pushed them to, uh, on college students. They pushed them all throughout yeah. the military. They pushed them on, on industries. So we, we literally helped uh, thousands of Mississippians get exempt from these COVID vaccines, but, but not all could get exempt. There were many people lost their jobs. And that's one thing we, you know, I, you know, I take, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I take offense at it because our governor is asking for his job back for the next four years. What about all these Mississippians that lost their jobs? Do they get their job back? That's exactly right. And, and I want to talk about that because as you go against him, he's a current, he's a Republican, uh, but he's really more like a rhino. Um, the more that, you know, we were talking earlier uh, about some of his policies, but please share with everybody uh who he allowed to uh, basically make decisions for Mississippi during uh, the when everything was being locked down and shut down. We were chatting about this offline a little bit ago. Yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, <clears throat> you know, our governor has been there for 18 years. He's a career politician. Mm -hmm. He started when he was 27. He was our state treasurer for eight years. And then he became our state lieutenant governor for eight years. And now he's been the governor for a few years. So He's in his mid forties. <clears throat> he's a career politician and he's part of the problem. You know, he is, um, he's just not, he's not really a, a true conservative. And when he, uh, when he came in, when COVID hit, he locked everybody down and he deferred all things COVID to Dr. Thomas Dobbs, our state health officer at the time. Now we, we, we eventually uh, found some FOIA requests and found where he was, uh, I mean, he did a lot of things. He called Mississippians excuse monkeys and uh, anti-science Nazis because a lot of Mississippians didn't want to take the shots. So he was caught uh, behind the scenes. A, a, a politician recorded him and put it on Facebook. So that that brought a lot of people against him because we found out his true colors. And then, he, you know, he started harping on he's going to push draconian measures on Mississippians. I mean, he wanted to lock everything down from day one, school, church, yeah. services. He wanted everybody to wear masks, period. You know, these little paper masks, these surgical masks that we know don't work. It's like throwing right. it against a chain link fence. The virus just goes right through it. They don't work. And so he... Um, and Didn't you say Biden deployed his White House doctors to Mississippi to speak yeah. with him directly? Yeah, this same guy, he's, he's the one... He locked down Mississippi. He, he made it illegal. If you leave your house with COVID, you could get arrested. And our governor sat by and let him do that. And, and not only that, yeah, Biden sent his White House team doctor, flew him down here to Mississippi in August of 21. Uh, when, you know, and, and he met with Dr. Thomas Dobbs and all these, all of our government doctors. And the big push was, this, we're going to start calling this the pandemic of the unvaccinated. We're going to make sure all Mississippians get vaccinated. And our governor, he, he, he did that. I mean, even though he, on the federal level, our governor went, you know, he went on Laura Ingram and CNN and whatever. And he was pushing, saying that he's fighting these uh, Biden mandated shots. But yet he came right back to Mississippi the same week. And he said, I defer all things COVID to Dr. Thomas Dobbs. The guy yeah. he was Dr. Fauci in Mississippi until he until we got him to resign. But he was he was he was Dr. Draconium. He was he was Mississippi mm -hmm. Fauci is what we called him. Doomsday Dobbs. He wanted to shut everything down. 
and uh, and include and he wanted everybody to have a shot. He, pregnant women. He put out a standing order in Mississippi for all pregnant women to get vaccinated. It's absolutely disgusting. I mean, it's never, disgusting. never in history has there ever been a push for pregnant women to receive a vaccine. And I mean, I've had four children and the number one thing I'm always told by my doctor is you never want to introduce, you know, be very careful about what medications you take. You don't want to introduce anything, especially an experimental product. Yeah. Uh, into a woman's body when she's carrying a child. I mean, none of this made sense. None of it was actually grounded in science. Yeah. But Dr. Witcher, I want to talk about, I want to focus on your plan for governor. Uh, clearly, you are pro-medical freedom. What are some of the other tenets of your campaign for Mississippians to pay attention to? Yeah, so I'm definitely all about medical freedom. You know, we recently got uh, and, and childhood vaccines were never on my radar until COVID mm -hmm. hit. And I realized that the vaccine uh, pharmaceutical makers are, are all have lied and they haven't done safety studies. So, mm -hmm. so we recently, uh, with the help of many others, Dale Bigtree uh, and Aaron Siri, his lawyer and, and a group in Mississippi called MPVR, uh, they pushed and we, we're going to get childhood vaccines uh Families can be exempt from it. Parents, if they don't want to vaccinate their children to go to school, they don't have to. And Mississippi is one of six states that didn't allow that. We, we, we stood with California, New York, Maine, Connecticut, West Virginia, and us. We don't we don't stand in that group. So so that's a win. And so as governor, you know, like I said, medical freedom is big. I'm gonna, Dr. Peter McCullough will be my Surgeon General. From day one, we'll, we'll start investigations in the pharmaceutical industry for fraud. It, and that's what it was. They lied that these vaccines were safe and effective when they knew they were not. So that's right. fraud, false advertisement. We're going to get autopsies on anybody that dies suddenly in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. They've been vaccinated. They deserve an autopsy. And, uh, and we're going to we're not going to let any emergency orders for these unconstitutional lockdowns come from the federal government or from the World Health Organization or from anybody. We can stand. You know, we have state sovereignty. That's the 10th Amendment. And we're going to we're going to make sure we stand as a free state of Mississippi. And, and, and that and that brings us to other things on my on our platform. And that's educational freedom. You know, I, I'm I believe, uh, you know, I'm a, I, I love God and I love our country. I believe our country was founded by God himself with a few good men. And I believe that that, that we have God given rights. I believe we're all created equal, first and foremost. And so all these race wars we're having, I, I believe that's the enemy trying to divide us. So critical race theory and uh, all this stuff that they're trying to push to our children, I, I don't believe in that. You know, I, I believe that, you know, teaching our children to hate America is, is I mean, that's just, that's of the enemy. We need to teach our children to love America, that we've, uh, although we haven't been perfect, we still, you know, we, we are a blessed country because men and women, Americans, for the last 200 and almost 50 years have, I believe they, they, the Bible has been their standard by which they lived their lives. And so that's why America is where it's at, but we're losing America. We're falling. We're not yeah. as Reagan. I grew up with Ronald Reagan. I was, I was a teenager when he got in and, you know, we were considered the city on the hill shining the light of freedom to the whole world. And, and we believe in the American dream, but that's faded. I mean, we're we're now a third world Marxist banana republic. I mean, the government is weaponized against us. The justice system's weaponized against us. The FBI would come come in and raid anybody. I mean, if they can raid the, an ex president, 
they you know they can raid anybody else. I mean, and furthermore, we have a doctor here in Mississippi that stands against abortions. He's facing 20 years in federal prison because he, he went up to Nashville and they just had a, uh, they, they were there at an abortion clinic just trying to encourage and pray and sing with people to uh, help them not to get abortions. And they, they, they're being, uh, he may, may have served 20 years in federal prison. So our governor's not going to stand up for, for him or, or anybody that uh, like him that's been persecuted. I mean, we have four day sixers. We call them Jay, you know, people that went up to, to uh, Washington, D.C. on January back in 21 to protest to, to stop the steal. They felt like the, the elections were stolen and they had the right to go up there and protest. And we have four Mississippians that are in jail. They did not get fair trials. None of our politicians will talk about it. They're rhinos because they, you know, right now I don't even see that we have two parties. We don't have Republicans and Democrats anymore. We have two fashions. We have patriots and we have traitors. Yeah, it's true. And so we, we're going to fight these rhinos that you know, they're they're afraid. They say it's too politically polarizing to talk about this, uh, the you know, this election uh, fraud and and that, you know, they but we're going to stand against that. You know, we believe that the elections were, were not uh, fair. Uh, we believe that there was fraud in many locations. And uh, and so we're going to stand against that. And we're going to make sure our elections here in Mississippi are fair. We're going to make sure our children don't get indoctrinated with things like critical race theory and the LGBT Q, R, Y, R, whatever you want to call it. That's all. That, that's a small, a radical indoctrination. Religion really is what it is. I mean, listen, and, and the American Medical Association is pushing all this. They're pushing critical race theory. They're pushing LGBTQ stuff. They're, they're even pushing. I mean, our American Medical Association is pushing that that men can have babies. I mean, it's, 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 it's absolutely horrific and, and designed on purpose to bring confusion um, and certainly confusing our children, con uh, confusing the next generation. Dr. Witcher, I have a question for you. I've, I've, um, I've been hearing that in some hospitals across the country, uh, when people go in for a surgery, speci specifically, let's say a, a parent brings their child in to have a surgery, that some people are being asked uh, whether they were born, you know, if it's if it's a female going in for a surgery, were you born a female? Do you want to stay a female? Uh, these are questions that are now being asked. Now, this seems crazy to me, but... Uh, is this something that you're that you think is going to just continue that this is um, the plan for hospitals and me the medical community to now just take on this uh, transgender type of agenda or, or mind think? Absolutely. The American Medical Association is pushing that 110 percent and it, it's being crammed down the throats of, of all doctors that I mean, it, in the future, I mean, right now, it's very hard for, for if, if you're a young person wanting to go to medical school, if you're a conservative and you're not woke and, and you're not pushing the agenda of, of, of really uh, doesn't make sense. But if you're, mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're not on board with them, you're likely not going to get in medical school. So it is, it's becoming a, a tyrannical situation in the healthcare field. And yeah, absolutely. They're going to push that um, if you don't line up, I mean, the AMA doesn't want you to even have a uh, uh, no listing of either male or female on your birth certificate. They don't even think 
they think you know should wait determine later what your sex is i mean this is ridiculous yeah, it's not founded in science at all no it's not science at all but they're they're i mean they're radical leftists the ama and they're pushing i mean it's the same thing it's what the enemy does he he divides mm-hmm. he conquers they want to destroy they want to destroy life okay the mm-hmm. american medical association is pushing on-demand abortions they say that this you know what happened here in mississippi recently where we stopped the abortions here that, uh, you know, they feel like uh, that that's, you know, it's hurting uh, women's health care. But the fact of the matter is, I mean, you know, abortions are not going to stop. The AMA are going to push for them everywhere. And even after babies are born, they don't mind uh, mutilating a, a baby that's, that's even up to a year old. So, you know, this is a problem we have. Uh, the LGBTQ stuff is very pushed with the American Medical Association. This is destroying family. I mean, it's destroying reproduction. I mean, if everybody becomes, you know, whatever, I mean, who's going to have babies? I mean, this is just right. common sense, right? Yeah, but that falls in line with their whole depopulation agenda. I mean, so I, I mean, it so all makes sense. When yeah, you it all makes sense when, when you put it all together. They're they're part of the global elitist, godless global elitist. You know, yeah. these technocrats, they want to see transhumanism. They want to combine uh, artificial intelligence with human life. I mean, they want us all to be cyber boards that you know they can manipulate track and control and and we we don't procreate they want to take away all of our identity our family our our sacredness that you know mm-hmm. they i mean they want to cancel god is the bottom line i mean that's mm-hmm. really what it boils down to mm-hmm. no you're exactly right you're exactly right i um i think that we are in such a perilous time right now um but but also we need people like you who are, you're not ashamed to talk about election integrity. You're not ashamed or scared to speak up for what's right and true. Um, you're not afraid to stand up for people's medical freedom rights. Uh, so Dr. Witcher, I'm, I'm honored to have you on the show today. Thank you for joining me. And where can everybody go to learn more about your campaign? Yeah, so you can go witchersforgovernor.com. That's W-I-T-C-H-E-R, Witcher. And then four is F-O-R, witchersforgovernor.com. And you can go there and, and we have a lot of videos and, and different information about my platform. And, and look, you know, I, I I do have a very good chance to win this race in Mississippi. We need a, a, a governor uh, like, you know, I mean, Texas started out doing pretty good during COVID. Florida took the lead. It's now the free state of Florida. We want to be the free state of Mississippi. And we believe that if, if I bring Dr. Peter McCullough here as our Surgeon General, we will lead that fight. We'll, we'll stop these shots. We'll investigate Big Pharma. All these people that died in the hospitals locked down on remdesivir, a toxic drug, we're, we're going to get justice for those folks. And so we're not going to stop. We're also going to push back. If, you, if you've been following Dr. Peter McCullough, he's, he's not happy about this whole woke agenda either. These, yeah. This transgenderism is, is not scientific. It's not you know, we're going to push back on all of that. No woke culture in Mississippi taught to our students. All this pornography in schools that's pushed by the LGT uh, community. We're, we're going to mm-hmm. eliminate that. Parents are, are fed up with it. And in uh, and, and our justice system, we're going to get it right. And uh, we're not going to weaponize our justice system against conservatives. And, and another thing we're going to we all have to be careful about is the central bank digital currency. This That's is exactly all, right. All comes in, you know, the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, all these folks, they're global leaders that want to take us over, do away with 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 all of us, 
with humanity, with a with a humane humanity, a sacred humanity. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to stand for that. We're going to push back. And, uh, you know, but yeah, go there and you, you can find out our platform. But I'm not going to win on on um, with with the special interest groups. They don't want me in there. OK, they don't they know I'm going to uh, let me just tell it like it is. We're going to fight against uh, against the evilness. And so I'm mm -hmm. counting on patriots all over America, right here in Mississippi, too. But whatever you can send in. I mean, I need your prayers. And I need yep. the votes of Mississippi, but I also need donations. We, we have three months to go. The election, the primary is August the 8th, 20, uh, this year. 23, yeah. The election is November 7th. So we got to win in, in, in August the 8th. And so we need three months left. So we got to push real hard. Of course, we've been crisscrossing the state, speaking to many, many different groups. Uh, but we, And we're pushing out social media. But we're really going to have to step it up and, and probably do some TV commercials, which are very, mm -hmm. very expensive. And uh, we're going to do some radio and we're going to do some direct mail, but all that costs money. And so I'm asking for anything, yeah. dollars, yeah. dollars. I mean, anything helps. And so that's what I'm calling on patriots that want another another governor that will stand up for states freedom and, and for freedom. Push back against the federal government, against the World Health, Health Organization, against the United Nations. Really, I mean, that you know, the World Health Organization is a is an entity of the United Nations. And so yeah. Trump got us out of the World Health Organization. Biden put us right back in. And next month, I know most of all your viewers probably know this. Next month, you know, the WHO could could come in and, and, and uh, they could uh, pass something that it's not even a treaty. It's like an alliance that would cause a, they could call a global unconstitutional lockdown at any given moment for any given reason. It doesn't have to be medical. It could be for a climate problem that they they sense it could be for anything and so we, we yep. have to push back here yeah so anyway, just anything you can donate of course like i said prayers donations just anything i'll be much appreciated dr john witcher thank you so much for joining us today on face the facts god bless you and we'd love to have you on again soon yes thank you april thank you for having me